Welcome to this episode of the Top Broker Dealers in Conversation, powered by 3X Equity. This podcast features Ameriprise EVP Pat O'Connell. A video version is available at 3xequity.com events. Now let's join your moderator, the founder and CEO of 3X Equity, Jeff Crosby. Hi, I'm Jeff Crosby, CEO and founder of 3X Equity. We welcome you today. This is one of our series of webinars that we're holding with industry leaders and influencers. Um, as a reminder, we have past episodes that are archived on our website at 3xequity.com. Just look for the webinar tabs and navigate to the links. Today, I'm excited to introduce you to Pat O'Connell from Ameriprise Financial Services. Pat has a big, long history and background in the industry. Um, and I find that these podcasts or webinars to be effective, to be as real as we can be. So with that, Pat, I'm going to ask you some hard questions about Ameriprise, things as a consultant in industry that we hear that maybe you don't hear, but perhaps you hear them as well. But I do want to give you some background with Pat as he's been with Ameriprise approximately 25 years. He was an advisor and he came up through the leadership channel within Ameriprise as well. And currently he's an executive vice president um, and that on the employee side of Ameriprise. And so Pat, Ameriprise first started out um, on the employee channel and it wasn't very successful from my understanding. Frankly, it was, uh, it was costly to Ameriprise. And now from my understanding, the channel has made big turns and is actually a very successful channel within Ameriprise. And facts don't lie, but you've been the leader of that program on that turnaround. So maybe you just can talk about what has been part of the success and the reason for that turnaround within Ameriprise and try to be as specific as you can. It was a failure, but now it's a success and you get a lot of that credit. So let's talk about that channel for a minute. Yeah, so first of all, Jeff, uh, thanks so much for having me. I greatly appreciate it. And uh, it's really nice to see you and uh, to you individually. Congratulations to all your success and the great work that you and the 3X Equity team do. Um, I mean, related to uh, what we call our the Ameriprise Advisor Group um, channel, uh, which is our employee business, which has uh, about 2,000 financial advisors across 170 offices. You're absolutely right in that it has um, it has transformed, it has um, changed dramatically from what it was back in you know the 2008-2019 timeframe when I started leading it across the country, and the the biggest transition was I I wouldn't say at all that it was a, a failing platform, it was just a, a completely different model for what was American Express Financial Advisors 15 years ago in that we used to hire people into branches, we used to train people into branches, and then after a period of time, whether they wanted to or not, off they went into our independent channel. And we realized a, a few years after we spun off from American Express, that we really had, based on our financial strength, our value proposition, you know, how we operate the business, we had an opportunity to build out um, a very established, tenured employee business. And so we, change the business. We changed the direction of the business from one that was hiring lots and lots of novice people to one where we would still do a little of that, 
but we really started bringing in very talented people from other organizations. Uh, we did some, some acquisitions along the way uh, as well. And that is what has helped transform this business to, to look very different than it looked you know, 10, 11, 12 years ago. And uh, it really has been a, a lot of fun doing it. And uh, you know, I, I won't take, uh, you know, it, my job's really to get really great people in place, put systems and process and people in place, um, develop people and then invest in the business, believe in people. And uh, that has you know, a, allowed us to transform this business uh, over the last 10, 12 years. Okay, so I'm gonna ask you a little hard question here because we're out, we talk to a lot of advisors in the industry, we hear what yep. they're saying. And how do you overcome the fact when an advisor might say, ah, they're part of the IDS system. They're part of the American Express financial advisor system. They have a lot of junior advisors. They just sell annuities. They only sell their own fund family. How do you overcome the perception that advisors have of IDS or American Express financial advisors 10, 15, 20 years ago? Yeah, I mean, I think the simplest answer is so we're just having a, a, a candid conversation is I, I just simply tell people the truth. And I tell my leaders to, to do that every single day. The reality is all the things you just said, um, that was to a certain extent part of what our business was. And you said this, I, I've been here, I started as an advisor in 1992. And we did a lot of really good things, if I think back to those years. And we were a good company. And when we spun off from American Express, you know, 15 years ago, Jeff, it was the sixth largest spinoff in U.S. business history. You know, we left with a lot of capital and a lot of, of real drive to build something that was, uh, you know, a very different business in the marketplace. But we also knew we had to change certain things, right? We had to, to invest in technology and build out our platforms and, and really aggressively invest in our wealth management capabilities. So what I do when people ask me those questions is I say, you know, some of the things you might point to about whether it's novice hiring or, you know, product platform, some of that, not all of that is true, but let me tell you what this firm is today, because it's one of the reasons I always say to people, think of Ameriprise as this 15-year-old incredibly well-funded startup, not this 125-year-old business, because it's truly been transformed over the 15 years. Um, and what I always highlight is, um, the, the, the technology we've invested in, the wealth management capabilities, all the things that let's say an independent advisor or a wirehouse advisor needs to run their business, that's been the journey that we've been on. The good news is all of that work, it always has to, to be, you know, continue to be upgraded and made better. But all of that transformation that we needed to do to be industry standard in most cases and then best in class in others, that heavy lifting is, is is the vast majority of it's behind us. So what's the perfect advisor? And who's not the right advisor for Ameriprise? For example, I'm also in the wealth management business. Yep. And if someone asked me, what's a perfect client? I would say a client who's advisor receptive and who has a lot of money. Just being honest. What's what's the type of advisor that Ameriprise is most interested in? So um, it's it's not as simple as that, but I, I would I would put it uh, pretty pretty simply. We're we're looking for people that, to their core, right, have this this deep down belief that they want to help people. They want to make a difference. It, it's not just about sales. 
and revenue and profitability. So, I mean, sure, would I love to have, just like you'd like to have clients with more money, not less, that are more advisor receptive, not less, I'd love to have more advisors and also more advisors that want to grow. But I think whether someone's doing 500,000 in production or 5 million in production, you know, you look for people that have stable backgrounds, you look for people that run a, a really good model, right? And to their core, they, they really want to take care of people. I, I think, you know, we bring people, I, I think about the journey we've been on the last 10 years. We've had people come into our platform from wirehouses, from regionals, from independents, from RIAs, from all different walks of life with all different experiences. And, and you know, listen, I say to people all the time, growing is a choice. Just like anything else in life is a choice. If you want to grow your business, that's a choice that you have to make every day. I, I would just say it's more about, you know, is it somebody that really um, is committed um, to the client? And if they are, um, it, it's less about their business mix or their aspirations of, you know, doubling and tripling, quadrupling their business. I, I mean, we've built the business with really good people that that care and, and want to make a difference. And that's that, that's what we look for. Okay. So you're in a leadership position. You got out of the field um, as an advisor, um, like I still am. And you probably went into uh, leadership because you wanted to be a leader. So knowing a little bit about you, Pat, you've done multiple Ironmans. I know you almost came from the dead and that you had a terrible accident and almost had your ankle amputated on an unfortunate adventure. And then that still didn't stop you from doing Ironmans today, which is, uh, for those listening, it's a 2.4-mile swim, 112-mile bike, and 26.2-mile run. So you got to be tenacious to do that, and you got to be obviously successful in your position of leadership to do that and, and what you do as a leader. So my understanding is Ameriprise has leaderships in different regions. How does leadership for Ameriprise differentiate itself with maybe leaderships from other companies? Why is leadership in the field for Ameriprise helpful to the advisor that differentiates maybe Ameriprise from other companies? Because I hear Ameriprise tout they've got great leaders in the field, and you're an example of one, but why is leadership in the field important for the advisor who's considering Ameriprise? Yeah. So first of all, th thanks for the, the kind words on uh, some of my personal accomplishments and uh we we all have our um our challenges in life and face some you know some things that happen that uh, throw you curveballs and i face them you face them and by the way i know enough about you to know that any of my accomplishments in race and iron man you've done uh you've done many many more beyond that so congratulations to you as well jeff when i when i think about um you know leadership i mean i i i'm so proud of what we do every day but I, I literally will take this much credit for it. Um, but here's what I know about leadership. When you look at businesses that, that perform well, it, it's because of leadership. And when you look at businesses that struggle, I don't care whether it's financial services, it can be hospitals, it can be you know, retail businesses, it can be sports teams. You can look at the employees, you can look at the players, you can look at whoever you want, but it's leadership. 
right? So I, I boil it down to that simple. And, and my whole career has been, yes, I was an advisor for six plus years and I, I've worked in branches and regions and the like, but my career has been spent really working on, on fixing businesses that needed to be taken in a different direction. And when I think about leadership, it's simply the, the ability to really make a difference day in and day out. And it is really a series of small decisions that add up that, that get you to a different spot. And, you know, when you talk about that leadership making a difference in the field, when we left American Express 15 years ago, one of the things we did was we put a very flat leadership structure in place, not a lot of bureaucracy. And I always say, when you think about culture, right, or, or people helping you, Culture doesn't mean a whole lot when, you know, things are stable. And I always say when it's blue skies and sunshine, the culture doesn't mean a whole lot. But when there's an issue or a challenge or an opportunity, something that comes along that's different than the day-to-day, that's where leadership makes a difference or not. And, um, you know, as I think about the, the teams that I've built, it's one of the things I've focused in on every single day is how do I put the right people in place to, to drive the business every day? Because, you know, even though my commitment is so high to the business, it, it comes to life every day by the team I put out there, right? Because I'm one person with thousands of people. But I know that if I get the right people running branches and operations and regions and the like, that's, that's what I point to that makes a difference and is it one big thing? It's not. It's it's the the quality of the decisions that are made every day that add up, and that that's why when you look at businesses that perform versus don't, teams that perform versus don't, it, the, to me, it, look no further than the leadership. It's what makes a difference. Okay, so within within that leadership um, framework. Um, leadership and you're, you manage the employee channel and then there's independent channel. And I want to talk to you uh, about that to how does one see the difference within um, the independent channel versus employee channel. But from, from my understanding also in preparing for this call, I, I heard that there's even an overlap of support in terms of leadership within Ameriprise where you had an independent advisor actually coach up an employee advisor you had a top top performing employee advisor and you and your team reached out to an advisor on the independent side to help coach up this advisor to even be better so i found that interesting how within the ameriprise system that you were able to tap into an independent advisor which owns their own practice to actually help one a top performing w2 um employee advisor uh, within your channel. So maybe you can talk to the audience. What is the difference between the independent channel and Ameriprise and your channel that you oversee, the W-2 employee channel? I think it's pretty simple, Jeff. And um, you're, you're right. Your example is one that, that really plays out on a daily basis. Um, and it goes back to your question about leadership. And, and you know, I, I should have said this, and I'll, I'll just add one thought to the the leadership piece. If you think about what you do, right, in your practice every day, or what all the advisors that are watching this do, in my opinion, I think what clients are coming to you for is leadership. I think that's what they're paying for. You can call it advice, you can call it counsel, but I don't think they're coming to you for 
fee-based accounts or brokerage accounts or annuities or insurance or UITs. I think they're coming to you for leadership. So I think everybody that's watching this broadcast, you know, that developing your leadership skills, you know, becomes just incredibly important. And your question about the difference, I, I think for the most part, there are many, many more similarities than there are differences. Um, simply put, in a branch business, we have, whether it's real estate or technology or benefits or computers or any operation support, right? An advisor chooses to offload that, in this case, to a Murrah price. Otherwise, they're just as entrepreneurial. They're, they're just as independent. In our world, they have every opportunity to move between channels. So I've got advisors that come out of the branch business and go to the independent business. I've got advisors that go from the independent business into our branch business. So I don't want to say it's as simple as just one's a W-2 and one's 1099. What I will tell you is for sure, they are just as entrepreneurial in both channel, but it's just depending on what they want to do every day. Some are good at it and want to manage all of the real estate and the tech and the staffing and the retirement plans and everything else that goes with running your independent business. And some advisors say, I'll offload that and focus on what I do best, and that's serving clients. I, okay, I hold, actually don't hold think- Hold on, I'm, I'm gonna call fake news for a second if you don't mind. Is it all right if I call out fake Go news ahead. here? Okay. Yes. Okay, in, in what you're talking, I read some stuff where Ameriprise said that the, the advisor is growing two and a half times more than its competitor. Is that true? Yes. How's the advisor inside Ameriprise growing two and a half times more than its competitor? Jeff, there's a, there's a lot of reasons. So there's no fake news to that. There's, there's a, but there's a lot of reasons. That's but what unbelievable. I would tell That's you awesome. Is, but go, but go yeah, ahead. What I would tell you is um, what the example you used earlier, Jeff, about um, an independent advisor sharing best practices, formally coaching. Right. Again, that goes both ways as well. I think one of the things we have as, as an organization is we don't have um, this culture where all the best ideas are locked down and people don't share them. I actually think, you know, and, and I've been here, like I said, 28 years. I, I have four years when I first started as an advisor as a 1099 working as an independent advisor. But culturally, it, there's this abundance mentality where people share. They don't lock down their best ideas. They actually share them with others because they know there's lots of, when you're sharing best practice and ideas back and forth, everybody grows from it. And I, I think over time, you know, as, as much as we've had to change this firm a lot over the last 15 years, um, the, the culture, the DNA of this business, of this firm is built over decades. And what's been built over those decades is an environment where if you do want to grow, if you do want to pick up ideas and best practices, you can do that. And in many cases, that can be done across channels. And I think those are some reasons why I think advisors consistently grow at a really good clip. I, so, I would also tell you. Oh, go ahead. That, uh, just there's there, there are a few uh, a few really important things in advisors practice they need to focus in on. There's there's a hundred things that have to get done, but you were asking me specifically about growth. I'll leave it up to you if you want to go here at some point. I think there's a few things. No, yeah, stay stay like, on it, like, like three things. Yeah, 
Go ahead. That, um, if you're thinking about how do you grow it, like I said, there you can have a, come up with a list of 50 things that you have to you know, think about. But I I'm very data driven, right? And I'm very interested when we look at our teams of people that that analyze data, especially when you have people that aren't financial advisors that analyze data. You can you can actually start to see some trends, and the data simply shows it's not it's not a a belief, it's not a gut feel. There's no fake news to it. It's a fact. Advisors that drive client acquisition, engage clients in, in comprehensive advice relationships, and drive consistent revenue streams in their business, those advisors year after year after year grow at a faster clip. So if you want to say, ask, okay, then where do the resources go? It's how do you help advisors acquire clients? How do you help advisors have the technology and the tools in place to engage that client in a comprehensive approach? And then how do you have that advisor have systems in place and wealth management platform, platforms in place to drive that consistent recurring revenue stream? If you drive those three things in a business and serve the heck out of those clients, good things happen. I find it interesting how um, you referenced that there's a collaboration of support of best ideas. Um, and I can't imagine that that's not a big a big reason also for the growth uh, among the advisors, like you suggested, that, 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 that the advisors aren't afraid to say, I'm doing this well, and you guys have a platform or whatever where that information can be um, spun out to, to the rest of the field. So, um, Pat, it's, you know, you've done it, um, but what have you done for me lately? So, like, where's Ameriprise going to go? So this is what you've done. Advisors have grown. Why would someone, how could someone get on the train to be a part of that growth going forward? Where, where do you want to see Ameriprise grow? And where would, you know, where, how, how can, how can Ameripri how can the advisor, you know, together work with Ameriprise to go forward? So what have you done for me lately, being lately the next three years looking forward? Yeah, I, I think Jeff, the, the one thing we, we have done and uh, and will help us now and over the next uh, three to five years for sure is we we know the businesses that we're in um, really well and let me be really clear for us I mean seventy five plus percent of our revenue and our profitability are our advisor businesses it's what drives this entire firm and and, and think about it. like I, I remind myself of this we left American Express the seven billion dollar market cap firm we're a twenty five billion dollar market cap firm. It's a big business with a trillion dollars of assets in it. But if you actually break it down, it's actually a pretty simple, very concentrated focus. So if you're an advisor, right, whether you're part of Ameriprise now or you're interested in coming to this firm, to me, I, I'd want to be with a firm where the biggest thing that drives the business is what the advisor is doing every single day. And whether it's tools, platforms, technology, investments to help people grow their business, whether it's organic growth or buying practices, you name it. Um, I, I think one of the things we've done in an industry that tends to make things really complex is we have focused relentlessly on the businesses we know well. And that's wealth management with our advisor businesses, and it's the asset management businesses with Columbia Threadneedle Investments. And I think from an advisor, what does that matter? You'd want to make sure for your advisor that the, the firm you're with is pouring the coals at the type of business you're operating every single day. 
and I, and I think, you know, under the heading, what, what have you done for me lately? It's a constant process of improvement. But I think for advisors that are operating a business today, that one, an organization behind them, is, that's big and strong, but very focused on the advisor serving clients. It's, we don't do any other business. The way we go to market is to our 10,000 financial advisors. And I, and I can tell you, and I mean, I report right to our CEO and chairman, and he's been the chairman and CEO for 20 plus years. There's a, a relentless focus on how do we support advisors and help them grow their businesses every day by serving the clients really well. And I, and I think that matters during the good times, but especially, I mean, during the very challenging uh, environments that we operate in uh, occasionally. So it sounds like um, there's a bit, that statement, if it's not broke, don't fix it. It sounds like uh, Ameriprise is breaking it often to make it better. I, I know that uh, recently we had a advisor that went to Ameriprise that uh, prior they didn't have pledge loans and Ameriprise came out with this great pledge loan product that, that this particular advisor needed in his clientele. And uh, it might've been through your leadership as well. Um, so, um, sounds like, sounds like you believe, or the CEO, you and your team that believe in breaking things to make it better and, and looking ahead. So two things, one, I know Meriprise is doing more recent marketing around this ultimate advisor partnership. Talk to that. And within that talk about what do you think the advisor should be thinking about over the looking ahead for the next couple of years, um, maybe put your shoes in the eyes of advisor, but kind of incorporate that into the ultimate advisor partnership. And what should the advisor be thinking about going forward if that if that advisor wants to grow? So Jeff, I had somebody a, a couple of years ago who I respect a lot, you know, say something to me, and I'll share it with you and the rest of the audience. And that is that, um, you know if you've built something that you're incredibly proud of, you should be willing to tweak it, adjust it, even break it to make it better. And I think for, for Ameriprise and for every advisor that's watching this, um, if you're watching this, you've built a successful practice. And all of us at Ameriprise are incredibly proud of what we've, what we've done the last 15 years. And so let's, we're all kind of thinking the same thing. How do you go forward? And if you're successful and we've been successful and we are proud, then it's how do you refine it? How do you tweak the business? And at times even break it in spots to make it better. And too many times, um, you know, people can get complacent and get comfortable and just want the status quo. And that's just not how life works. So for, you know, for advisors, I think it's the same mindset, right? Be really proud of what you have. Be really proud of what you've built, but but be willing to actually keep tweaking it. You know, you mentioned things like banking products, right? We didn't, um, we, our client base has changed a lot the last 15 years. Much, many more affluent, high net worth clients at, at the organization. And something like pledge loans that you mentioned, right? We're not, a, we're not a, trying to build a big bank Right? We're not a bank that has an advisor business. We're a massive advisor business that, that realized we needed some banking capabilities in-house. You know, so something like pledge loans, it's, it's, it's to help wealthy clients with liquidity needs. But you just start, you have to constantly be looking at your business and saying, what else do you need to add to it? What, what do you need to change? 
And uh, listen, I can tell you some of my corporate colleagues would probably at times say, can we just you know, take a break? Can we take a pause? But um, that, that hasn't been the mindset here. There's constantly looking at the business, feeling really good about what we have and what we've built, but then you know, almost to a frustration level, working on how do you keep fine tuning it to make it even better. And, I, and to me, for the advisors, it's got to be the same mindset. If you're, if you're doing a million, um, be proud of that. And then be thinking about how do you actually tweak it, adjust it, break it if necessary. Because what got you to this level, right, is what could actually prevent you from going to that next level. And I think sometimes people forget that. And, and that, that mindset is, um, is in our organization in a really big way. And I, and I can tell you, you know, uh, my boss uh, leads from the front with that, right? He's constantly pushing, just like I am with my team, on, yep, let's feel good about where we are and what do we do differently to move it forward in a better way. And, and I think for advisors, it's got to be the same approach. Pat, I don't know if you follow your stock much. Do you know what your stock's trading at approximately today? I do. What is that? About $220 a share. Unbelievable. I remember not too long ago, it was 100 bucks a share. So something Ameriprise is doing to grow as a company, breaking it to make it better. Oh, my goodness. That's, a, that's outstanding. So to the audience out there, too, I'm a wealth advisor, and I concur a lot with what Pat has said in terms of you got to if, – if you want to grow, you got to break it to make it better. You got to have that fight. You got to have that energy. You want to do things different. You can't be passive. Um, you got to think about ways of, of improving yourself. And so if you're – as the audience listening here with advisors, here's a thought for you how to get more clients. Maybe you get more clients by opening yourself up to helping the children of your clients, the adult children, the college still children. And what that will do is that there's a very good chance that can get you referrals to their parents. So sometimes kids need to be educated on finances in college, right out of college. Maybe open yourself up, give some of your skill set to the younger generation. And what that does is that can get you referrals to their parents. Have you thought about that? Again, I make a lot of money. I'm a Barron's advisor. That's something that I'm concentrating on, and that's leading me to referrals, and it's actually going through the kids. So, Pat, it sounds like at Ameriprise, if you're not interested in growing, if you're not interested in improving yourself, you're really not interested in that advisor. But if that advisor is wanting to remake themselves, get better, grow, um, particularly, those are, those are the advisors that you and Ameriprise are interested in. Yeah, and I mean, Jeff, I think, listen, as you were sharing kind of your mindset, right, and, and you said it, you're a, you're a Barron's advisor, you run a, a phenomenal business, have an awesome team, but what you were describing of, of helping that next generation, maybe there's a, a little bit of money to be made in doing that right now, but you make plenty of money and the, the team's successful, but it's about how do you add value, right, how do you make a difference, and how do you truly show that you care? And the byproduct of doing those things is more business comes from it. So I think what you said there is just, is brilliant. It's, it's, but it, it does come back to, you know, kind of what's in your DNA, what's in your soul to make a difference. And when you do that, um, other good things happen. You just got to believe that. And, and in fact, that's how it plays out usually. Cool. Two last questions. We're going to close it down. They're personal questions, so you don't have to answer them if you don't want to. Two, one of them is, when's your next triathlon race? And secondly, are Eagles going to make the playoffs next year? Well, the the uh, 
you're you're ending this discussion, Jeff, with uh, one relatively easy question and one very difficult question. Uh, so uh, my next race is I'm uh, racing down in Florida in uh, April at the Half Ironman and uh, down down in Florida, as I said. But I got a big one planned in October in Hawaii, which uh, I'm very excited about. That's that's the Hawaiian Ironman, right? That's the Hawaiian Ironman. Yes. Champion. Okay. Awesome. Yes. Yep. So I'm, look, I'm looking forward to it. In October, and you know, it's um, hopefully this pandemic's behind us, and the world opens back up again, and uh, we'll be there. And I'm hoping that uh, that you'll be there as well. Here, here, and, I want to hold a senior leader, senior leader for corporate America, doing an Ironman, 2.4 mile swim, 112 mile bike marathon, and still running a business. Outstanding. You know how to get it done. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Tell and, me about the Eagles. And and the second. I'm more optimistic about the uh, the outcome of my races than I am about the Eagles making the playoffs <laughs> next year. All so right. I am. You, you've done your homework, Jeff. You know I'm a diehard uh, Philadelphia sports fan. Please, people watching this, don't hold it against me. But uh, I I think the Eagles might have a, uh, a a little bit of a hard journey in front of them short term. I'm sorry. I'm but sorry. I'm hopeful. Okay. I'm hopeful. Uh, all right. Well, to the audience, thank you. 3X Equities, the experts and advisor transitions. We're a consultant. We know the industry well. We know your space well. Um, Ameriprise should be on the short list of your considerations. They're not the fit for all, but for many people, they should be uh, on the short list uh, to consider. Uh, so, Pat, thank you for your time. Thanks for the expertise at Ameriprise. And to the audience out there, uh, check us out. Um, if you're curious about switching broker dealers, uh, you can give us your information anonymously and we'll help you find out, um, uh, determine the, the best route and packages available to you uh, uh, out there. Pat, are there any final words or comments that you would like to make to the audience uh, about a value proposition of Ameriprise? Jeff, thanks so much for uh, for having me. I greatly appreciate it. And uh, and everybody, you know, uh, whether we get a chance to do business uh, or not, um, you know, make a difference in people's lives every day. And when you do that, that's good for, uh, for everybody. You do well, but most importantly, you help people. So thanks for watching. And uh, Jeff, thanks again for having me. Outstanding. Thanks, Pat. Thank you, everybody. You thanks for listening to Top Broker Dealers in Conversation with Pat O'Connell, Ameriprise EVP. You can find more podcasts from this series and learn more about 3X Equity at 3xequity.com. 